Hey guys, it's Brianna, and you are listening to Oh Brother, Your Favorite Big Brother Podcast, and I am back with my friend Sophia. Hey guys, thanks so much for having me, Brianna. I'm so excited to be chatting with you again. Of course, and I would I would bet to say that this is probably going to be my favorite episode of the season just because of everything we're about to talk about. So you should feel very proud that you get to be on this episode because I think it's the only episode where I've felt positive about this season. I do feel very lucky to be on this episode with you. I mean, <laughs> I feel like this week did kind of shift my attitude toward this season. Definitely. It definitely made me a lot more optimistic about the season moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy I'm able to t- chat about this with you. Yes, I'm very excited and I'm sure we will have lots to say. We're going to start off with episode 18, so we're going to backtrack a little bit to before what I think is the greatest HOH of the season so far. Um, So before the HOH competition, we get sort of the flashback of the breakdown of the Six Shooters Alliance. There were some tensions happening leading right before the live eviction happened when um, Sam went home. But we didn't exactly get to see everything because it was just too much for CBS to fit into the one live eviction episode. So they sort of backtracked and showed the breakdown of the alliance. And essentially it all stemmed from sort of a discord between Christy and Jackson. Um, And we see that Christy has kind of been playing both sides of the house at this point. And that information starts to get out. Um, Holly and Jackson are really insecure in their alliance and I think people just started to talk and then the alliance began to crumble yeah I agree I compare six shooters to level six last season just because it was so recent I mean both alliances of six and I think level six wanted to work together to get to the end whereas these people six shooters rather they just they're pretending to work together yeah. until they're just, they're looking too far ahead. Mm-hmm. And I almost compare them to that couple that's dating, that does nothing but fight, but refuses to break up because they've been together yep. for six years and they've been together for so long. They just refuse to break up. They're not good for each other, but I think they want to be. They it's want to be because they want out. the numbers. Yeah, I totally exactly. agree. That is like the perfect analogy. They are all staying together just for the sake of staying together. And I think the sort of main catalyst of the final breakdown of the alliance was Jackson telling Jack that Kat and Holly know each other. Jack then blew this up basically to the rest of the house. Kat and Holly denied it. Um, But at this point, the information was out. Jackson realized that his trust with Jack had been broken. And that sort of separated the alliance into two parts because I feel like Jack and Jackson were kind of the glue keeping the two sides together because we had already seen that Christy kind of wasn't vibing with Jackson, but because Christy was really tight with Jack, he was sort of holding the alliance together. And when the two of them lost trust in each other, the alliance split apart. Yeah, I agree. I do think that was the initial bad move mm-hmm. that just snowballed into everything else. But I feel like, I mean, that was stupid on Jackson's behalf. You're in a showmance with Holly. And I think showmances, they're duos. They do become Mm -hmm. pretty close. I mean, dude, if this was the case, I do think Holly would have told you. I think Holly is closer with Jackson than Kat, at least from what we've seen so far. Mm -hmm. And I think Jackson, if this was the case, you would have known. And 
I mean, you would have known in weeks past, you would have known now. So to just, he, he stirred up this drama that I just don't think needed to be stirred up. Definitely. And like, if, if Holly confides in you the secret that her and Kat are a duo, maybe she trusts you a lot. And maybe don't go telling that to other people in the house, regardless of who you think you might be able to trust. Because clearly his bro in the house couldn't even be trusted with that information. Yeah, maybe you could even be a third. A third right? deal. Which isn't exactly. fun, but it could be good for him, at least for right now. Exactly. Um, somehow, though, Holly and Jackson seem totally fine. I think she was annoyed that he did betray her trust a little bit, but they seem stuck like glue at this point. Um, but more so, I think, because they kind of have no other choice since the alliance is broken up. I agree. I mean, there's been a few clips where Holly said, I do really care about him. I do have strong feelings. I don't see it. Maybe mm-hmm. because I couldn't see myself having strong feelings for Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> However, I think in the past we have seen showmances that are far more affectionate with each other, such as Jess and Cody, mm-hmm. even, I mean, even Mark and Elena in the past. I think we've seen showmances that are far more, in, I don't know if intimate is the word, but I just, yeah, I like don't see more, it with at them. least more romantic or like they seem more attached at the hip versus. They seem like hookup buddies rather yeah. than a couple. Yeah. It's funny that you say that, like, that she's mentioned stuff about how she, like, really likes him or whatever, because, and we'll get to this later, we'll talk more in depth about it later, um, but in Jack's extended interview with Julie, I don't know if you had a chance to watch it, but Mm -hmm. they played his goodbye messages, and in Holly's goodbye messages, she said, I'm in love with your best friend. I love you. Um, I just also, you know happen to love your best friend so she used the word love which is a strong word to use i feel like i'm granted she didn't say it to jackson but she said it for america to hear so yeah i agree and it wasn't just uh i love him like brianna i love you you're my Mm -hmm. really good friend right i wouldn't say i am in love with you brianna Mm -hmm. as much as i like you as my friend (laughs) so i feel like i'm in love with I mean, that's a deep statement. Yeah, those are some words right there. Yeah, and I just, I haven't seen that level of affection from them. I'm not in the house. I'm not in their relationship. But from an outsider looking in, it doesn't feel like that. Who knows? Um, I felt really bad that Kat kind of got dragged into the middle of all the drama. Um, Everybody was like screaming at her being like, you know, Holly, you know, Holly, you know, Holly. And Kat's like, what is happening? Like, I'm not even a part of this alliance. Like, why is everyone screaming at me? She was so flustered. And at that point, she was still on the block. So this poor girl thought she was going to go home as collateral damage for Jackson not being able to keep his big mouth shut. So I felt for Kat in that moment. But at the same time, what do we always say in Big Brother? Never offer to go up on the block. Oh, yeah. Pawns definitely do go home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you could sense her fear. I recall I heard her voice quiver when she mm-hmm. was giving her her spiel, spiel as yep. to why she should stay. Her speech, rather. She was, I mean, I think I heard her voice quiver. And she did say she was going off her script a little bit. Because and she, she broke sure down in tears once Sam was evicted. So you yeah. could tell that, like, she really thought she was about to go home. I think, yeah. 
I think she was not sure how that was going to go. When she volunteered, obviously, I think she was pretty confident that Sam was going to go home. However, a lot can change in three days. Yep. A lot of time for wiggle room. And Sam used his time wisely. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for him in the end. Um, but he used his, his three days wisely. He stirred up some trouble in that house. Yeah, he was definitely putting in work. I mean, I would have loved to have seen him be rewarded and mm. stay. Not at the cost of Kat, because I love Kat. Me but too. it would have been cool to see that actually work out for him. Yeah, definitely. Then we sort of fast forward back to the HOH competition. This HOH competition took me fully by surprise. So essentially, it's the one where they had to memorize the ads for the different camps. Jackson was first eliminated from the competition, which I was quite happy with. Then, towards the end, it comes down to Jess and Kat, which one, I was surprised that cat lasted that long like not trying to be rude or anything but she doesn't seem like the brightest bulb ever when it comes to stuff like that so i was kind of surprised that she stuck in it for so long but of course we know that jessica milagros won the hoh and i was floored i was so happy i think what you mentioned about cat being sort of aloof I do think that's a bit of a facade. Yeah. She's very entertaining. I think that's winning. That's obviously winning her points with viewers. And I think that's winning her points in the house. So I think, I think she's a little bit smarter than she gives off, which, Hey, I mean, she's like hilarious, like work it girl, but oh, Jessica Milagros, I wanted to run into my TV screen and hug her. Yes. A hundred percent. She saved the season. She really, she really, really did. Um, But going back to Kat, I think, and I've said it before, I definitely think she's way smarter than she lets on. And I've I've also said this before, but I think that she sort of maybe isn't the most book smart person ever, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. But I think she has a lot of smarts when it comes to interpersonal relationships and when it comes to game strategy. So, like, she knows when it's time to win a competition and when it's time to throw it to somebody, when it's time to crack a joke, when it's time to make friends. Like, I feel like she's really good with sort of more like the street smarts type of stuff. But when it comes down to book smart things, I feel like she's a little less of a brainiac. Yeah, I feel like she hasn't. I mean, I think the biggest move of the summer was Jessica this 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 week. Mm-hmm. I don't think there haven't there has been many big moves this summer overall. I don't think Cat has pulled out any ooh, game changer, great game move. Oh, definitely not. But I mean, I think she's just she's observing. We'll see. It'll be fun to watch her in the coming weeks. Yeah, definitely. Sophia and I have had this discussion, and we disagree a little bit on Cat. Um, I would love to see her win it. I think she deserves it, but I know you think otherwise. I just think, I mean, (laughs) obviously I think the best game should win. I don't think any of them are playing a good game. Like, let me say that. Yeah, I agree. I think up until this week, I thought Tommy was in a really good position because he was hiding back, staying, laying low in that group of six. Now mm. that group of six is toast. So mm-hmm. I think his strategy is toast. If you can yes. even say that's a strategy at all. I mean, I, 
I guess I wouldn't be mad if Kat won. <laughs> I would want to see her pull out some more moves. I wouldn't be mad if Nicole won just because she seems like a sweetheart, which isn't why you should win $500,000. Right. But if we're going but... by game, Nicole shouldn't win anything because she really hasn't done much. Yeah, I love her. If yeah. she can pull out a couple more competition wins, then I will, yes, I will have her as my winner. But right yeah. now, I, it's looking like Cat for me. That's choose who I'm pulling for. I hate to say it, but I say this with a huge disclaimer. If he was not such a jerk, I could definitely have seen Jack winning. Oh, yeah. Everybody no said it. If they didn't get him out this week, they should have just handed him the check. Because oh, no doubt. And it's, he was like... It's- yeah, man of the house. Everybody wanted to be friends with them, which makes literally zero sense. I know. Well, it just goes to show you in Big Brother that alpha male figure. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen it in the past. As long as you're not like Cody and you come out too strong too soon, right. they can go far. And like as far as because we're on the outside. So, of course, we see him for like the asshole human that he is. However, even in his interviews with Julie, I'm like, I could totally see why everybody was like all over him because he pulls out his charm. Like he tries to be like Mr. Charming and like tries to talk himself out of a lot of situations and like kind of cozies up to certain people. So I could totally see why everybody in the house really ended up like loving Jack, whereas everybody watching it from the outside was like, ew, I can't stand this guy. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, he does seem selective as to those who he wants to cozy up with, such as Christy, Annalise, mm-hmm. and choosy as to those who he doesn't, such yeah. as the Nicole, the Cliff. I mean, that whole side of the house, that whole yeah. half of the group. So, but I feel like if he wants to cozy up with you, he just schmoozes right in. Yeah, He talks his way right in. And you're like, wow, Jack is my dude. And I think if you're playing Big Brother, it would behoove you to have someone like Jack on your side. Mm-hmm. So that can seem like a good thing. Definitely. But enough about Jack. Let's get back to Queen Jessica Milagros. She wins this HOH and they fucking scramble. Nobody oh, has yeah. any clue what she's going to do. And for a split second, I was like, Jessica, please do not do what six shooters wants like regardless of the fact that the alliance was no longer a thing i thought that she was going to try to align herself with those people because the alliance sort of broke down she was going to try to weasel her way in and like evict some of the people on her side i am so glad that i was wrong me too i think in the past we have seen her vote and do a few things she hasn't done much but we've seen her do a few things to try to garner the support of that mm-hmm. group and i think it's sort of get the approval of that group and i was a little bit worried for a short while but i think she was not Agreed. so much trying to take a stab at that group but rather take a stab at jack and jackson who mm-hmm. just completely left her out were not nice to her thankfully they were in that group so she could go after them definitely um, my favorite moment after the win, HOH win, was Cliff, Kat, Nicole, and Jess celebrating in the storage room. Because this is, like, one of the first times we've ever seen that group get anything good. Like, have anything good really happened to them aside from Cliff's HOH, which ended up not even being that great for them? 
um, because they basically did the dirty work of the six shooters anyways. So I feel like this was the first moment where we saw like the four of them genuinely celebrating, genuinely preparing to like take down the two big guys running the house. Um, so I loved that moment. Cliff's Brianna, Angels. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think <laughs> you mean to say Cliff's Angels. That was really good to see. However, I mean, I love Kat, but I thought it was mighty convenient mm-hmm. that she is now dancing with Nicole and Jessica. I mean, I would love, I would really love to see the four of them play the game together and work together moving forward. I hate to say it. I just don't know if I trust Kat that much. Yeah. Because she has been a floater. She has been a drifter. She has a close relationship with Holly. But I feel like those are the people who usually succeed in Big Brother. You've got, like, Tyler had, like, 84 alliances, and there weren't even 84 people in the house. Like, I feel like you you got to have your side deals. So I admire that out of Kat. I just hope she doesn't get herself into trouble because that often happens. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, that's it's definitely good to have your networks and your connections throughout the house, but it just seemed, I dare say, a little bit too dramatic. Mm-hmm. Of her behalf, and I don't want her to get caught red-handed. Yeah, and I feel like she might. She might, but we will I see. agree. I agree. I think Jackson and Holly don't really have anyone right now, so they might embrace that. Yeah. But I don't think Cliff, Nicole, or Jessica want anything to do with Jackson and Holly, so I feel like there could be some tension with Kat Dunn in the middle. We'll see. Yeah, agreed. I'm interested to see how Holly, Kat, and Mickey move forward because we've heard Holly say multiple times, which is a little bit surprising considering her relationship with Jackson. She said multiple times that Kat is her number one. So the two of them, like their final two, I think is stronger than whatever relationship she has with Mickey at this point. Um, Because she said it in this episode and she said it in episodes since that cat is her number one and cat hates mickey so i'm curious to see how this trio works together in the future yeah i thought that was interesting i mean i'm all for we'll say girlfriends over guy friends Uh i'm all for that so (laughs) i do like to see that but of all people holly you buddy up to cat who hates jackson right and jackson i don't think cat is i don't think jackson likes cat very much either considering he dumped her like week two and said we need to distance ourselves yeah so i mean whatever happened to him not wanting a showmance by the way i feel like he just wanted (laughs) i hate to say it but holly instead of cat yeah agree 100 percent agree like i mean that'll be interesting to watch too because I feel like Jackson and Kat are either going to have to put their differences aside and agree to work together moving forward for their benefit and Holly's benefit, or that's not going to work out. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to say Holly's going to have to pick a side, but she's going to have to pick a side. Yeah, I feel like she will. And I pray to the Lord Jesus above that she chooses Kat over Mickey, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I think Mickey is a decent target right now. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what Tommy does with his HOH. But I I mean, I see at this point, I see Jackson going before Kat or Holly. Agreed. So that um, could just remove the equation altogether. A hundred percent. So obviously we know at the end of this episode, Jess nominates Jack and Jackson. 
think it was the best move she could have made. Even though both get to participate in the veto competition, she ensures that at least one of them is going to stay on the block and uh, end up outside of the house. So I think nominating the two of them together was a good choice on her part. I agree. I mean, you might as well. I feel like by the time she nominated them, six shooters had broken up. But Mm -hmm. I do feel like they were the heads of both sides. And, I mean, both of them are dominant players, whether six shooters is together or not. So I feel like cutting off the heads of each enemy, you could say, yep. was a good move. Right. Great exactly. move. Um, so going into episode 19, um, we see that at this point, everybody is kind of thinking that Mickey is going to go home, which I thought was interesting. Um, I get it because Mickey kind of was on the shorter end of the six shooters uh alliance if you want to say it that way like he basically just had holly and nobody else so everybody just kind of assumed he was going to be the target but we find out from jess that she has other plans and she wants jack to go home which i was really happy about i was pretty happy i would have been happy to see either of them go Mm -hmm. i dislike jack just a little bit more yep like 51% 51% of me wanted Jack to go home. 49 wanted Jackson to go home. Right. So I was good with either one, but I was so happy to see Jack go. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking strategic, like numbers wise, it makes more sense for Jess to target Jack because right now Mickey realistically only has one person in the house, whereas Jack has many more. So I think it made a lot more sense for them to target Jackson just because up until the moment Jack was evicted, he had Christy on his side, Tommy on his side, uh, Sis on his side, and he kind of roped Nick in a little bit. So he had way more numbers than Jackson. So I think it made a lot more sense to try to get him out. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, both are good at comps, but we see Jack with his showman's Elise. Okay, there's one. It sounds like Jack and Christy had a very good friendship. It sounds like they just really vibed well mm-hmm. and they were good well, Jack's friends with each in other. Love, Jack is in love with her. Y- yeah. Yeah. Like actually in love with her. And she's exactly. like, I like girls. <laughs> yeah. So, so they're very close. A next person, Chrissy and Tommy obviously are sort of a pair. If Jack has Chrissy, I feel like by default, Jack has Tommy. And, and Tommy loves did. Jack, a big old triangle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It's like a it's like a triangle with Annalise on the outside. Yeah, she's like the offshoot of the triangle. Yeah. So I do agree. I mean, I think the better move was to get Jack out. Mm -hmm. So then we get up to choosing people for the veto competition. And can we talk about how this is the third time Jess has gotten house guest choice? And this is the only time she's actually chosen somebody who I thought made a little bit of sense. Because she got house guest choice previously and the first time she chose jackson when she was on the block the second time she was on the block she chose christy this time she got house guest choice and she chose cat which again do i think cat was probably her best option no i think she probably should have picked nicole or cliff because i think they're more on her side because cat kind of has the allegiance with holly but I think Kat was definitely a better choice than Jackson or Christy, like her past decisions. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I think we've seen Jessica do some things to try and gar- right. try to gain 
the approval and the support of that six. And I think, and it's a numbers game, so I can't totally be mad at her, but I think those were perfect examples of, oh, if I pick Jackson, he's going to pull me off and we're going to play together. Girl, no. Mm-mm, it ain't going to no. happen, honey. I'm glad she's finally realizing it. But I still I don't think that Jess makes the best decisions in the game. Like, I think her decision to put up Jack and Jackson was a great one. Um, do I think her choosing Cat for the veto was a great decision? Probably not. Like, do I think it was a bad decision? No. But do I think it was her best option? No. Yeah, I think Cat is like, no, I love Cat, but in the eyes of Jessica, I think she's like, maybe not in the eyes of Jessica, but to Jessica, she's like a C level ally, whereas yeah. Cliff and Nicole are like A level allies. Exactly. So it's like, why wouldn't you choose one of those people? I don't know. Maybe she thought Cat yes. would have a better chance to win it. I'm not sure. Who knows? Um, and then we get a second house guest choice. Jack chooses Tommy. And then the last person chosen for the veto was Nick. So we get to Area 21's Galaxy Camp, which is the essentially the competition where they had to shoot the rockets onto certain squares, each of which had the faces of former house guests and a denomination of points attached to them. Did you have a favorite square out of all of them? Because I had a favorite square. I don't know. I just <laughs> heard the quotes and it right it brought me right back to seasons past. Yes. And it just made me laugh. My favorite was the Johnny Mac square because instead of a quote, it was literally just his laugh. <laughs> like so awkward, but so funny. And I was like, oh Lord, I miss Johnny Mac so much. <laughs> I must admit, Johnny Mac was a little bit before my time. You have so to watch his season. So I couldn't appreciate that as much. Other ones that come to the top of my mind that I saw. Uh, Fessy, Haley, Swaggy, Meg. Um, who I remember else? who my favorite was. Whose was your favorite? Fessy's a moron. <laughs> JC. Good old JC. JC was my favorite. Fessy is a moron. Um, I can't think of who else I remember seeing, but... The most notable thing about this competition, besides the former house guests, is that it's a prize competition where when you get eliminated, you choose a prize and you get the option to trade it with the people who are eliminated prior to you. I usually like these competitions because it throws in a little extra sort of like temptation in the mix. So I was happy to see another one of these competitions. Yeah, I like the prize competition. I mean, obviously, everyone wants the veto, which is why if you're out first, second, I feel like especially like second or third, don't take the veto yeah. because you're just going to lose it. You're probably going to end up with a punishment. Mm -hmm. Take the trip to Hawaii and be happy for what you got. Right? I was shocked with the choices these house guests made, but we'll get there. I um, suppose I don't fully blame them, though. Yeah. So basically, the whole like concept of the competition is like you sit in a chair it makes you dizzy you have to throw the rocket onto like this map of squares that has different like amounts of points in each square or they're not squares but each shape and then whoever gets the lowest number each round gets eliminated and then the highest number from each round basically turns to zero so if you land on the highest number from a previous round, you get a zero score. The most confusing 
moves I think that were made was so obviously we know that Kat gets the trip to Hawaii but later on in the game Tommy gets out and he has the angry alien but instead of trading it for the trip to Hawaii he trades it for the veto but there are people still competing that when they get out after you they're gonna take the veto from you and Jack is your ally who's on the block so let him keep the veto and take the damn trip to Hawaii. See, I agreed with you at first. However, my one thing, if Tommy got the veto instead of Jack, he could use it. Realistically, he was going to use it to pull Jack down and then yeah. he would have been safe. So I maybe- agree on, in that respect. But like, regardless, if Jack has it or he has it, Someone else that gets eliminated is going to take it anyways. So exactly. take the trip. Like, why exactly. would you take the trip? I do get the logic of, like, he wants to have it because he can keep himself and Jack safe. And we have seen competitions in the past where, like, someone gets out of the competition who you expect to take the veto doesn't take the veto. So I guess, in theory, maybe he was nervous that, like, if he didn't take the veto from Jack, somehow Jack was going to end up with it and, like, he would have been dumb to have not taken it. But I don't know, girl. I would be taking that trip to Hawaii if I were him. Trip to Hawaii or 5K either would have made me pretty happy. Yeah. But I agree. I mean, obviously, Jessica, if she is still in the game, she is going to take it from either of you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know if that was the best move. Mm-hmm. But... Then we see Jackson take the veto from Tommy and give Tommy the BB Explorer punishment. So now both Tommy and Jack have punishments. Then Nick gets the 5K, which I kind of wish somebody else got it, but I'm also not that mad about it. It's Nick, whatever. I guess he can have the 5K. But then inevitably Jess wins the competition, takes the veto from Jackson, and gives Jackson the Area 21 punishment. So both of the nominees have punishments and Tommy has a punishment and all of the people sort of like on the outsider part of the house ended up with good prizes. Yeah, it was weird how it worked out. I mean, there well, I suppose, including the veto, there were equal prizes, equal punishments. Mm -hmm. I feel like the worst punishment was definitely uh Tommy's yes 100% it just lasted for so long mm-hmm. but and Jack's it's like tiring funny it was a very tiring one we'll talk about the punishments in a second because I have some thoughts about the punishments this season but I wanted to t- before we get there I want to talk about how of course now that Jess won the veto Christie's power has expired because even if she were to use the power, um, Jess is already the HOH, so it doesn't matter. Like, either way, the power doesn't make a difference. Um, so it was just kind of another power slash twist that was a little bit wasted this season. Like, Ovi's never got used. Jax was just a fucking stupid one and, like, didn't really change the game at all. And Christie's never got used. So I feel like those that whole panic activity shit all those activity things were kind of a waste i agree i feel like we've seen that in the past though that house Mm -hmm. guests haven't even needed their power tyler 
Yeah, I mean, I think Christy used it as leverage, though. Yeah, I think it did so... shake up the game in that, like, people knew they were out there and, like, used them as bargaining chips because, like, for example, she totally twisted up Cliff's HOH, like you said. She used mm-hmm. that to her advantage. But in terms of, like, actually seeing the powers, like, get used and, like, played out in the game, I feel like in this season and, like, recent seasons, the powers just kind of haven't been used at all. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would have liked to have seen Christie's Christie's actually have been used. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I'm sure Big Brother will spring something else on us. Come on, expect the unexpected. True, very true. So, who knows what's next. At this point, Christy is going to Jessica trying to campaign for Jack to stay. And Jessica basically flat out tells her, like, look, Jack's the target this week. He's going home. Like, there's there's nothing else to be done about it. Um, but in this moment, Jess finds out that Nick is kind of playing both sides. Because Nick tells Christy that he is gonna vote to keep jack and nick tells jess that he's gonna vote to keep jackson so i'm I'm interested to see where nick falls yeah i agree i mean he's definitely playing both sides which can be good but yeah he's not good at it no he really and isn't he's just i mean people are catching on so he's not good at playing both sides so like nick stop now stop while you're ahead i mean he's a classic floater I feel like it obviously would behoove him to gain some numbers on his side. I mean, the house is in a unique situation where the six just split up. I think it would, I mean, it would help him to bond with one side, but he's just, he's getting caught red-handed. Yeah, he really is. So, of course, we know that Jess doesn't use the veto, which I'm very glad she decided not to. She had a little moment where she was like, and I will take him up and put Nick up. I didn't come up here to say that to get me off the block, I promise you. I would do it. And I would do the boss move. Just to show Jack who's boss, but she decided not to do that. I'm glad it would have been a dumb decision on her part to do that. Yeah, that's almost like Jack saying that he would win the veto and stay on the block. Yeah, oh my god, I forgot to mention that. In all honesty... I can win it and stay up. I don't care. Well, why would you win it and stay up? Yeah, that's not smart. I don't know. I'm down for BB first, dude. I like that play, Jack. No, I'm just kidding. No, you don't. don't. That's way too susceptible. Don't, Jack. <laughs> People would vote him out for him just for arrogancy alone. That was a pretty that moment. stupid line. He would have deserved to have go- gone home for arrogance alone. Yeah, arrogance. Get your ego out the damn house. Are you kidding me with that? Yeah. Win the veto and not use it. Are you kidding me, buddy? No wonder why you're sitting on the outside of the house right now. Ugh, I can't with him. Well, at this point, we get to the three punishments. The first being Tommy's BB Explorer, which we briefly mentioned. He has to wear that rocket costume, which frankly looks like a giant penis. I was Um, thinking the same thing. Yes. Um, His red rocket. He has to go through every room in the house and announce how fast he's going at the speed of light, the speed of smell, or the speed of sound. And, of course, when it's the speed of light, he has to have flashlights. When it's the speed of sound, he has those air horns. And when it's the speed of smell, he has some, like, smelly things that he brings into the room. Who would 
Whenever I hear my call to duty, I have to explore every single room in the house and announce the speed at which I'm traveling. This is Area 21 Mission Control. Prepare to blast off at the speed of light. Nine rooms in the house. Sometimes I travel at the speed of light. I'm traveling at the speed of light! I'm traveling at the speed of light! Speed of light! Light! By day three, he's gonna not be like this. Sometimes I travel at the speed of sound. I'm traveling at the speed of sound! Oh no. And sometimes I travel at the speed of smell. Oh, <laughs> I'm traveling at the speed of smell! Um, his definitely was the worst of the three punishments. But I'm a little upset with Big Brother because I feel like their punishments, aside from Tommy's, have been super lax. Like, I feel like they're not as game-changing and not as, like, they don't affect the game as much as other punishments have in the past in terms of, like, Tommy's made him really tired, probably, and also kind of annoyed the other house guests. So it had more of an effect on the game than... Jack's stupid freaking angry alien punishment, which was hilarious, don't get me wrong. But I think it more entertained Jack than annoyed him, so I wouldn't really even call that a punishment. But since I just broke up with my bro, I've been needing somebody kind of close to me, and I can't really be choosy at this point. Go get it, boy! <laughs> Good boy! Aliens and humans have a little bit more in common than I thought. Minus of anything. Probing. At this point, he's the best friend I have. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that was hilarious. Mm -hmm. I really like that. But we did see Jack laughing, which we actually don't see in many other cases. So the alien did what many others couldn't. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, hopefully Big Brother learned last season that turning Sam into a robot was evil and too far, in my opinion. Oh, I loved it. See, like, that's a punishment to me. Like, having some funny guy follow you around and tell you to do stupid shit makes a funny moment for the viewers. But that's not a punishment. He got pure entertainment. I would have loved to see Jack as a robot for a week. I, su- I mean, I suppose I Jack did get out a little bit too easy. Even Mickey got out kind of easy. Exactly. I was gonna just going to say that. His Area 21 punishment, he had to do, like, autopsies in the backyard where slime squirted out in his face. Wow, so crazy. Like, come on now. Yeah, I think Tommy's was definitely the worst. And Tommy's went on the longest. Yeah, But yeah, so Big Brother needs to step up their punishment game, in my opinion. Um, So then we see sort of like the whole six-person alliance has a bit of a powwow and kind of tries to hash things out. Tommy really wants them to get back together. We all know that's far from happening. But we do see Jack apologize to Jackson and, dare I say, actually seem apologetic and, like... He actually seemed like he felt bad for betraying Jackson's trust in that moment. I violated your trust. 
and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's a shame because you turned on somebody who would have died for you in this game. And I'm not going to sit here whether and that, Whether that's you. true or not, we'll never find out. On the base end of it, I violated your trust in this game. And I'm sorry to you. I'm going to leave. I love you all very much. Um, but it just seemed like at that point, Christy and Jackson weren't going to be able to patch things up. Jackson didn't really care to fix the situation. And I couldn't take Tommy seriously during that discussion because he looked like a penis. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Jackson, I mean, Jack rather acted like that because he knew one of them, likely him, was halfway out the door. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he knew both of them wasn't going to make it. So might as well leave on good terms. I mean, maybe get a jury boat in there True. and just maybe they'll be friends outside the house. Like just set that off on a good foot. Again, I feel like, like I said, it's like when your friend keeps breaking up with her boyfriend and they keep getting back together, yeah. but they're no good for each other, but they just keep fighting and getting back together and breaking up and getting back together. That's what Six Shooters was. Is, yes. Rather. And that's all I could think when Tommy was trying to mend things. Do just stop. Chill, You're not good relax. for each other. You've proven you cannot work together. You've blown up like, I mean, they had the one big blow up, but eh, they cut Nick and Bella, which was some yeah. tension in the water. I, they just need to stop. They're really annoying me. Yeah. Six Shooters hopefully is no more. But then we see Jack sort of starting to campaign for himself to stay because I think at this point he kind of realizes, okay, I'm the target right now. But he says to Nick, if I can get enough votes, would you be like the one vote to put me over to stay? And Nick was like, yes, if you can get the votes, I will vote for you to stay. And that's when Jack says, oh, believe me, I'll do it. I would be your fifth, 100%. Do you think you can get Hog? Jack Matthews. I will have him. Jack fucking walking out the door this week, Matthews. Yeah, I feel like that was just, I mean, that was Nick basically saying he's a floater and he has no one. I mean, uh, Nick, if you wanted to be on Jack's team, be on Jack's team. Mm -hmm. But here you are just weighing the pros and cons looking at the best option like what are you doing picking a college that was stupid nick i yeah. i don't hate nick that much but come on dude not your best exactly i think obviously jack wanted to stay but dude no again so i can't but i did like the humbling moment when he approached cliff in the boat room and we saw cliff the hog father did you notice that they put yes, that I hashtag did. on the screen i laughed so hard I like um, that. He's sitting there, like, sort of twiddling his thumbs, considering Jack's plea for safety. And he's basically like, I can't guarantee you anything at this moment, Jack. And I was like, yes. Yes, Cliff. Don't give him yeah. what he wants. I was very happy to see that. I mean, we've seen Cliff fall for these deals of safety mm -hmm. before. When, like, Cliff, you might have a deal with these people, but you have no deal with Jackson. No deal with Holly, they could put you on the block, Cliff. I hate yep. to say it. I, I like you, Cliff, but don't fall for it. Exactly. I'm really happy Clifton, because for a split second there, I was feeling like he was going to mm -hmm. embrace this. 
And I mean, we almost had Jack out, Cliff. Don't screw it up. Right, exactly. So then we get down to the speeches, the eviction speeches. Jax was really weird. He says like a random weird comment about about each person in the house. For example, he said something about how Jessica eats her cereal and drinks the milk with a spoon. Thank you, Julie. 51 days, gang, and how I've learned all the little things about you. Sis, when you scare people, you almost pee yourself. <laughs> Free Nick's hips. Tommy, when you cry, you curl your lower lip, and when you're pissed, you curl your upper one. <sighs> Christy, when you cry at the drop of a hat, let's be honest, but the way you chew things is unreal in any aspect. Cliff, when you dance with Sharon, it's the most beautiful thing on this planet, and I respect it to the nth degree. Jess, you're so great in the way that you eat your cereal and drink the milk down onto the last bit of your spoon and won't drink it out of the bowl. Nicole, your fear of birds, especially turkeys, is incredible. And Kat, the fact that you can be holding any conversation with anybody and be able to check yourself out in the mirror and perk your lips just a little bit. And Holly, when you say any witty remark and perk up and get excited about it, and it's just wonderful. But lastly, this big guy, that you can be suspended nine feet up in the air and the body is it's the biggest respectful thing. Thank you, Jack. I love you all, and good night. Go be great, because all of you are. And I was like, why are you telling us this insignificant shit? Like, I know you're probably trying to get, like, people to like you. Also, he's, he, at that moment, still thought he was a candidate for America's Favorite, which is, like, really laughable. Um, so I felt like his speech was really weird. I feel like it was weird, too. I think he was just trying to connect with each house guest yeah. on sort of a personal level and just be like, oh, see, I know something about each of my house guests. Like, I like you guys. You guys should vote for me to say. And then was it him that said something very explicit or Mickey? Um, because it cut out for some time. after. Oh, I think it was I think it was Jack. Yeah. So, Jack, you're not all that good of a dude. No. As we know, and we've yeah. known for some time. Uh, Jackson's eviction speech, he basically said that he didn't want to campaign against Jack and he wasn't going to start now. Um, and he actually made a very nice comment about Holly. He, like, addressed her family or whatever, which I hate to say it because I'm not a Jackson fan, but I actually kind of liked it a little bit. Like, I thought it was kind of cute. But do I think it was probably him just trying to get, like, some sympathy and, like, play it up for the cameras, probably, but I liked his speech better than I liked Jack's. The Allen family, y'all raised a beautiful daughter and she's gorgeous on the inside and out, and y'all should be proud of her, because I know that for the past 51 days, I know that I am. I might have to disagree. Okay. I think Jack, I mean, Jack said something very explicit at the end, which was probably unnecessary, but I think it was kind of, in a way, a little bit nice that he said something about each of his other house guests. Jackson said at one point he was proud of Holly. If some boy that I just met 44 days ago said, I'm proud of you. I mean, like, dude, you're not my dad. Yeah, I guess that is kind of weird. I just like that he like addressed her family and she was like, oh, my God, so cute. Like, I think Holly appreciated it. And like, it sounds dramatic when you say like you met 44 days ago. But I feel like 44 days in the Big Brother house is like two years on the outside. Yeah, it is a lot different. I mean, I think 
I, I don't know. I just think, like, dude, you're not my dad. Yeah. It was, like, to me, it was, like, cute, but in a weird way. Yeah. Jackson, I just don't think he's very honest. And I do think that was just not necessarily condescending, but I think that was a for show type of comment. Yeah. Like. I mean, not, like I said, I hate that I thought it was cute because I'm not a Jackson fan. And I think he probably was just playing it up for the cameras. But I was like, wow, that was unexpected and kind of nice for a moment. <laughs> yeah. I hope Kat's family appreciated as much as they did. I know, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so then we get down to the votes. And, of course, we know that everybody votes to evict Jack except for Christy and Annalise. Which was shocking because Tommy voted to evict Jack. Which didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. Maybe he knew Jack was going to go home and he didn't but want to still. fully piss off the house. Well, exactly, but still, like... Jack- You've already Tommy- drawn the line in the sand. Exactly. So what's the harm of voting the way that they know you're going to vote? Yeah, just because you voted Jack out this week, Jessica's not going to want to say, not going to say, yeah, I can trust you, Tommy. Right. So I thought I just that thought that was, was a weird, weird, a weird move. Nick, I wasn't fully surprised that he voted Jack out. No. He just, I mean, he's a a class A floater. He has no loyalty, so I wasn't surprised. But Tommy, I was surprised. Yeah. That was kind of dumb. Like, at least throw him a sympathy vote. Because, like, he's in jury now, so. Exactly. Weird. Um, The moment I thought was the cutest out of this entire episode was after Kat voted. I don't know if you caught it. She said, Mom and Dad, you're going to Hawaii. Mom and Dad, you're going to Hawaii. So I think she's giving the trip to her parents, which is super cute. Either that that or taking them along. Either way, I was like, wow, that's really sweet of her to, like, want to give it to her parents. Yeah, that was nice. Maybe she's just so confident she's going to win 500K. She doesn't think she's (laughs) going to this trip to Hawaii. She's like, I'm going to give this trip away, girl. (laughs) Yeah, that was nice, though. But yeah, I was like, wow, that's so cute of her. So, of course, we see Jack walk out of the house. I rejoiced. I rejoiced. I rejoiced. I was literally, like, dancing around while I was watching him exit the house. I was so glad to see this man go. Yeah, I was I was happy. I liked his converse. I don't think I had ever seen him wear those in the house. Oh, I never. I didn't even notice them. Yeah, he had some white converse on, which I thought he pulled off very well. <laughs> Hate to admit it, but I think he did. And the, the not quite skinny jeans, but the straight leg jeans, I was like, all right, all right, Jack, fine. I'll give you this one. I mean, there's I no denying that, like, he seems like he's, like, a fashionable and, like, well-put-together guy. But as far as personality, y'all, he needs to shop at a different store for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I felt like he was really house. awkward walking out of the house. Like, he just seems like... I mean, I get it because, like, you're coming out to, like, all these people on these lights and cameras and, like, you're not used to this after being inside the house for so long. But he seems, like, extra awkward compared to other people. I don't think he thought he was – I don't think – I mean, in the beginning of the season, I don't think anyone thought he was going to go home this soon. Mm -mm. And I think he especially didn't – he was probably pretty mad. Yeah. Pretty upset. Trying to hide it. Exactly. In the extended interview, he said that he maybe didn't trust all the right people. Yeah. So though that was probably going through his mind. I mean, I feel like there was a lot going Definitely. through his mind that he wasn't articulating and saying in the moment. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised at all that 
he walked out to cheers and not booze. Have you ever seen a season where someone has come out and been booed? I have not. Okay, because there have been seasons when people have come out and been booed. One of which that I think comes to mind for most people is Erin. I think you know of her. She's from season 15. She was a racist, made a lot of really, really awful comments in the house. And she lost her job while she was in the Big Brother house. Like a lot of stuff happened. But one of the most notable things is she's one of the only people that's ever been booed coming out. So a lot of people thought that was going to happen with Jack. But I think CBS has gotten wise to the fact that if you're really disliked, like most of the time, if you're awful at the game or people don't like you because of like game or personality, they'll still cheer for you out of respect. But if you're like make racist comments or like do something like genuinely awful in the house, they will boo you. But I think CBS has gotten a little wise to that. And has prepped their audiences or maybe hand-selected their audiences since. Because I think had it been their normal, like, less hand-selected audience, I think he would have come out to booze and not cheers. That's interesting that you say that. I mean, I feel like if I was ever in that audience, even if it was someone in that house that I hated, mm-hmm. I would probably still scream just out of excitement. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, when they open the door and you see all the other house guests waving, like, that's awesome as mm-hmm. a Big Brother fan. So I feel like maybe the cheers were for that. But you're right. You didn't hear a single boo. Mm-mm. And there have been other people who have been booed. So I was like, hmm, interesting. Especially just because of how much backlash that he's gotten. This Speaking of backlash, Julie came with the receipts she did that. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's actually going to call him out on live TV for all of these comments he's made. She brought up the Kemi stuff, and I thought they were going to leave out the Bella comment. Uh-uh, girl. Julie was like, so, knowing that Bella is Asian-American, Julie's sitting there, Asian-American herself, being like, you said rice pudding. Because Bella is Asian-American and you made the pudding mm-hmm. comment, rice pudding. Yeah. Some people thought that was a derogatory statement. And he was like backtracking like, oh, well, there was a previous conversation, blah, blah, blah. But live feeders know there was no previous conversation. You are making excuses for a racist comment you made and you just don't want to own up to it and apologize. I mean, I appreciate that they gave him time to justify himself. I he probably could have gone without the the rice pudding comment. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the feeds, so and I mean I I see bits and pieces and I see clips, but I definitely don't watch the feeds twenty four seven. I don't have that kind of time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I dare say when he was explaining his piece, it almost made sense. I mean, who knows if this prior comment happened. In hindsight, dude, you probably should have just not said it. Yeah. Just say the slop pudding. Right. Just well, that's why that. people were like, if he had said like the rice slop pudding, maybe it would have been fine. But the other issue is that there were worse comments said. He said the N word, I think more than once, which you can find clips of on YouTube. There was like one instance of where people thought Jackson said the N word, but you couldn't really tell. So, like, that I was like, you can't say that that guy said that. But Jack has clearly said it before in the house. 
So, like, he's made plenty of racist comments that make it a lot more believable that this probably was racially fueled. I just appreciated that you called him out. Um, do I? Th- I think some people thought that, like, they brought it up because they wanted to give him a platform to explain himself. I think Julie brought it up because she wanted to call him out on live TV for it. Um, and I think the viewers were really excited to see it because all season we've known, or what what I should say is the live feeders are really happy to see it because all season we've known what kind of a person he is. And the only instance we've ever seen on the show is the um, moment with Kemi and the keeping her shaker bottle in the fridge thing and that doesn't even show like the extent of really like his behavior in the house so i think people were just really excited to have it finally brought to light for like the casual viewers to be like newsflash this guy is not who you think he is i mean yeah i don't like i don't know I guess it was good that it was addressed. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily fair to just tear someone. I mean, I guess if you see what's happening, I don't know. I mean, he had his chance to say his piece. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he'll watch what he's saying moving forward. Yeah, I, I can all hope that. Right. My my thing is like, if he goes on in his life and realizes. He made mistakes and, like, has a horrible attitude and talks down to people regardless of, like, he talked down to a lot of people in that house um, regardless of race or gender or any of that. Like, if he leaves this house and genuinely learns from his mistakes and changes his behavior, will I be Team Jack? 100%. But right now, I'm not because he came out of the house, was told about all these things that happened tried to make excuses for it, and kind of gave an apology. But I think it would have been a lot better received had he said, wow, watching that, like, I'm realizing how awful I seem. And, like, I didn't realize I was doing those things when it happened. But I apologize for anyone that I have offended, and I apologize for anyone affected by this. And, like, moving forward, I'm going to do my best to work on the behavior. That would have been the best thing he could have said. Yeah, he probably could have been more apologetic. The one thing I didn't like about him, I think his ego was just bigger than the house. Yeah, like his demeanor the whole time was just like, I'm better than everybody else. Yeah, and I mean, one of my pet peeves, just general in life, is when a peer reprimands me or when a peer tries to scold me. And I feel like that's what he did a lot to people in the house. The first example that I think that comes to mind is Kemi and the... The shaker the, bottle. Exactly, the shaker bottle in the fridge. Like, Kemi handled that well. She was just, mm-hmm. like, probably cursing him out in her head, but just like, yep, Jack, okay. And, I mean, I guess he had a little bit of a point, but, dude, like, find a it's nice just his, way to say it. Yeah, his delivery. Like, yeah. you don't need to mansplain it to her. Like, he was like, well, what happens if we put... Blah, blah? No, just say, just hey, Jack, do you mind not... Far. Yeah, like, do you mind not keeping that in the fridge because it takes up a lot of space? End of story. It would have been totally fine. Yeah, Jack, Ugh. I mean, Jack definitely bugged me. I'm thankful I'm not in the house with him. But hopefully, 
he'll learn from this experience. Yeah, I really hope that he does. Yeah, and change moving forward. A few more Jack comments before we never talk about Jack again. I wrote down a couple things in the extended interview that I wanted to chat about. Um, I liked that one of Julie's questions was, who are you? Like, she was like, who are you, Jack? Are you the same person we saw in the house? And just like the wording of that question. Who are you? The person we saw in the house. Is that the Jack that exists outside of the house? It was almost like she was like, who the hell do you think you are? But like in a nicer way. So I thought that was kind of funny. Just like the wording of that question. I've never seen her. Maybe I just haven't seen it, but I haven't seen her ask any other house guests that. No. And I think that's because we did get this manly, like, I'm so cool. I'm the second coming of Christ from Jack. And I mean, I'd hope he has a different side in the house, outside the house. I think it's it's possible that someone would adopt that image in the house just as part of general game. It's unfortunate that as viewers, we don't know these people before the show, so we do kind of judge them based on what we see. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, if he did develop that macho, like, I'm so cool, I'm so great image, like, and that's all we see, like, and there was a genuine actual side to him, that would suck, but I don't know that there was. Yeah. I think Um, that's just the way he is. Yeah, I feel like you're probably right. The good, there are two goodbye messages that I wanted to mention. The first being Nicole's. Um, my favorite part of her goodbye message was, Goodbye, Jack. I'm just glad now I can keep my shaker bottle in the fridge. And hey, now that you're gone, I can keep my shaker bottle in the fridge. <laughs> Susu. And I was like, she didn't just go there. She's that so funny. Like, regardless of, like, the fact that she knows he's going to jury think in her head she was like, I'm not going to get this guy's vote regardless. So I'm going to just like put a little jab in there. A little tiny one. Like one that could be taken as just a joke. But for people, viewers on the outside, it was just perfect. Yeah, that was good. That was a nice little addition. And then I think my favorite goodbye message out of all of them was from the angry alien. Jack, Ah! if you've been evicted, it's not surprising. Considering... You're not the brightest star in the galaxy. See ya, stupid! (laughs) And at the very end of his message to Jack, he said, see ya, stupid. And if that doesn't sum up Jack and this entire eviction, nothing else does. See ya, stupid. Seriously. So I will gladly never talk about Jack again. I really hope there's no battle back situation in which he gets to participate um, so hopefully we like never have to utter, I feel like there might be too, but I'm really hoping I never have to utter his name on this podcast again. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, just in the past, we've seen a jury battle back. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either, but I'm crossing my fingers and toes that that doesn't happen. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is the HOH competition called Time Me a River. We've seen similar competitions like this one in the past where they have to get really close to a certain amount of time um in this one it's a kayak they get into their kayak and they have to like paddle down the rapids as julie says and they have to get from start to finish in closest to nine seconds which doesn't necessarily mean you want to get there as quickly as possible they just really 
need to try to match nine seconds, whether it's slightly over or slightly under. Um, Of course, we know that Tommy wins it with a time of 8.9 seconds. So he's literally 0.10 seconds away from nine seconds, which is pretty crazy. Annalise is, um, besides Tommy, the closest. She got 9.14 seconds, which is also crazy close. And Christy got 9.19 seconds. So the three of them came super close to winning it. Was I happy to see Tommy win the HOH? No. Um, But was I kind of happy that he got to win it on his birthday? Yeah, that did make me a little bit happy for him. Yeah, that was sweet. I mean, in his birthday, wearing the suit. Right. All right, fine. We'll give him that. (laughs) I think it'll be interesting to see what he does, though. I hope he doesn't fall for the, oh, we can be six again. Mm -hmm. Dear God, please don't have that happen. I would love to see him take a, I hate to say it, but I'd love to see him take a shot at Jackson and Holly. Yes. Just because I like the other side of the house Mm -hmm. as players and I want them to be safe. I would not be happy. I would believe I I can see him taking a shot at Jess because she did just put Jack on the block and Mm -hmm. inevitably send him home. But it'll be interesting to see what he does. Yeah, I totally agree with everything you just said. I think that like my best guess right now, as of today, um, for who he's going to put up, I'm probably going to say Jess and Jackson are the two that are going to end up on the block. Um, but I think we're just going to have to wait and see how the cookie crumbles. I can um, also see, like, Jess and Cliff. Yeah. I could see that. Cliff took a shot at Jack, too. That's true. That's very true. And, you know, Tommy loves him some Jack, so... Mm-hmm. Um, my ideal situation for Tommy's HOH, which I feel a little bit bad for Tommy saying this, but on the other hand, I don't. My hope is that Christy ends up on the field trip, which is during his HOH. She loses it, gets put a third nominee, and goes home on Tommy's HOH. I would love it. Yeah, that could happen too. Now, can Tommy be sent on this field trip? He cannot. He is ineligible now that he's HOH. So basically anyone who voted for him wasted their votes. And anyone who voted for Jack wasted their votes. So right now, I'm hoping that Christy... Well, I I have a really good feeling that both Christy and Jackson are going to end up on the field trip. Just from like what I've been seeing on Twitter. Just like the volume of tweets I've seen from people saying that they're voting for either Jackson or Christy. Um, as far as the third person, I'm assuming it's probably going to end up being like Holly or sis. Um, I'd like to see it be Holly or sis personally. I've been casting all my votes for Christy and sis over the past couple days. Yeah. I was going to say, I do feel like given this twist that they don't know about yet, mm-hmm. I feel like it is very possible that Jackson, Christy or Annalise, could end up on the block yeah it's very possible which would suck for tommy because it's his age age yep i feel like i could see tommy putting up like i said a jessica or a cliff and then which i mean would make me sad because i like that side of the house better yep 
I guess it's almost a good thing for us viewers that maybe Annalise, Christy, or Jackson could end up on the block regardless of what Tommy does because maybe if that side of the house, if the Nicole, Cat, if Cliff's Angels Mm -hmm. come together to vote out that person, but it'll be tough because what if Cliff's Angels are on the block? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Who knows? It's all about numbers, so we just have to hope that Tommy targets some of his six-shooter former allies rather than the Cliff's Angels of the world because um, we need to keep some numbers for votes so that um, the underdog side of the house can even out the playing field a little bit. I think it's definitely going to be a close week. I mean, there's only 10 people left in the house. Mm -hmm. Tommy will be HOH, so... I mean, he can vote in the event of a tie. We'll say he can't vote for now. And then there's three people on the block. Okay, so that puts us down to six people left, six votes yeah. left. It'll be really interesting to see how it goes. Exactly. Oh, there's literally so many combinations of things that could happen. It's, like, impossible to even theorize, like, what will go down. Considering yeah. it would be a lot easier if, like, we really knew exactly who Tommy was going to target. But it's so unclear at this point that, like, there's no way to know. I know. Crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Um, it's funny because I think Nicole and someone else had been saying, wow, there haven't been any, like, America's voted, like, twists at all this season. <laughs> like, That's Big Brother funny. slacking or something. And I'm like, mm, you just wait. Expect the unexpected, you guys. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens next. Um, I really hope that one of the six shooters goes home. Right now, I'm hoping Christy goes home, but I guess we will just have to wait and see. Yeah, we shall see. It'll be interesting. Hopefully, those that are voting this week are able to come together because there's three nominees. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, those that are not voting are able to come together and pick one target rather than, oh, well, he works better for my game. She works better for his game. I'm going to vote for him. She like imagine okay so there's one target. Six votes, right? Imagine if two people vote for one person, like two people vote for like that would be crazy and then Tommy would have to break a three-way tie. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Happened. It could happen. Crazy. Well, I think we will leave it there, Sophia. If the listeners want to chat with you about all things Big Brother. Where can they find you? If they want to chat, they can find me on Twitter at Sophia, S-O-P-H-I-A underscore Hatzis, H-A-T-Z-I-S. I always retweet the podcast announcements, so you can find me somewhere there. On Instagram, <laughs> Sophia underscore Hatzis. I'm pretty not creative. That's just my name. But <laughs> easy enough. So check her out. And if you feel like talking all things Big Brother... I'm sure Sophia would be glad to chat with you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And most definitely. If you want to chat with me about this episode, other episodes of the podcast, anything Big Brother related or not Big Brother related, I'm an open gal. Come find me at It's Me, Brie Lee. And if you want to chat about the podcast, use the hashtag OBrotherPodcast and we shall chat. I'm still looking for people to conspire against Brianna with me. Don't think I've forgotten. So if anyone wants oh, in. Shit. Let me know. I need to start building my alliance. Um, On that note, I have some parting words for good old Jack Matthews that I would like to express as the final words of the podcast. So before I do so, Sophia, do you have anything else you'd like to say? 
I don't think I do. It's been fun. It'll be an eventful week. We shall see how it goes. Hopefully, Big Brother 21 stays at this excited, excited pace. Because we've been lacking the past few weeks. I agree. I want to thank you guys all for listening. And I will talk to you next week. My parting words for Jack are, see ya, stupid. See ya, stupid.